Listener Production. Hello, and you are very welcome to another episode of Heart Science Explained, a weekly podcast brought to you by Listener and Cosmos. Today, you've got me, Matilda Hansley Davis, and we are delving into the charming and irrational number, Pi. What's your favourite flavour of pie? There's apple, of course, cherry, apricot, and those are just the sweet options. But maybe you're partial to something even meatier than a meat pie, the number pie? You might remember pie from your high school maths lessons. It's something to do with circles, right? Well, in honour of Pi Approximation Day, we're going to refresh our memories and maybe even learn something new about the secrets of pie. So, what even is pi? That's P-I, or the Greek letter pi, by the way. The one that looks like a little horizontal wave with two vertical lines underneath. It's the 16th letter in the Greek alphabet and represents the sound P. So you can think of it as the equivalent of our letter P. But pi is not just a letter, and it's definitely not a delicious baked good. Nerdy people, like me, just can't resist making jokes about the fact that they sound the same. No, pi is a number, and a pretty special one at that. So let's cut ourselves a slice of some mathematical goodness. Imagine a circle, or grab a plate, or a piece of paper and a pencil, and even a compass, if you're fancy, and draw yourself one. The circle's circumference is the length of the line that runs around the outside of the circle. The diameter is the length of a line that runs from one side of the circle to the other through the circle centre. Half of the diameter, or the distance, from the centre of the circle to its edge is called the radius. Now, the first thing we're usually taught about pi is that it can be defined as the ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter. That means if you took that circumference measurement and divided it by the length of the circle's diameter, the answer you'd get would be pi. But how much actually is pi? Well, it's approximately 3.14. That is, the length of the circle's circumference is the length of its diameter multiplied by a bit more than 3. If you don't believe me, you can try cutting three pieces of string the length of your circle's diameter and laying them around its circumference. Three pieces should go almost all the way around, but not quite. If you get a different result, we want to come visit your reality for a demonstration. The letter pi was probably chosen to represent this number because it relates to the concept of the perimeter, which is the distance around the edge of a shape. The circumference is actually the perimeter of a circle, or periphery, which also refers to an external boundary. These words both begin with P in English and they happen to begin with pi in Greek. At this point, you might be wondering, why don't we just say 3.14? Why all this messing around with letters that actually mean numbers seems a bit confusing. Well, pi isn't actually 3.14 or 3.14159 or even 3.14159265358979322. 3846, that's pi to the first 20 decimal places. Pi is what's called an irrational number 
which means that its decimal representation never ends and never repeats. You might have heard that pi has been calculated to trillions of digits, but that's still not exactly pi. It's just a very, very good approximation, suitable for pretty much any calculation or equation we might actually want to use pi for. Being irrational also means that pi can't be written as a ratio or fraction of two ordinary whole numbers. There is, however, a rather handy approximation of pi that is such a nice fraction, 22 over 7, which describes pi up to two decimal places. And that's where pi approximation day comes from. 22 over 7 looks like the 22nd of July in a day-month date format. Plenty of people also celebrate Pi Day on the 14th of March because 3.14 is kind of like March 14th in a month-day format. But here we use day-month and at least 22 over 7 is honest about just being an approximation. So I personally think Pi Approximation Day makes a bit more sense. Plus the Australian winter is just a more appropriate time for me to eat pie, which is kind of the point of the day. So, pi is a number that describes the relationship between a circle's diameter and its circumference. So far, so good. It's not surprising then that pi is in lots of geometry formulas you probably had to memorise in school about the area and volume of circles, spheres and other round-ish shapes. For example, the area of a circle is pi times the radius squared and the volume of a sphere is four-thirds times pi times the radius cubed. But if we look around, we'll find pi in all sorts of other places that seemingly don't have much to do with circles. In probability, the square root of 2 pi is part of the formula for the famous normal distribution or bell curve. Coulomb's constant, which describes the force between two electrical charges, is defined as 1 divided by 4 pi times epsilon zero, which is sort of a measure of how much electrical charge empty space can store. Pi also appears in the formula for the cosmological constant used by astrophysicists to account for the theorised dark energy that may be driving the expansion of the universe. And there's more. Pi shows up in the maths underlying epidemiology, fluid dynamics and even quantum mechanics. Is pi just magically at the centre of everything? Some of these concepts do involve circles or spheres in some way. Like imagine a physical force or an electrical field spreading out evenly in all directions. That's basically a sphere. But pi isn't actually just about circles. It's related to all kinds of oscillations and cycles, systems and patterns where things move back and forth within a range of values. Think about how a coiled spring extends and contracts or how a pendulum on a grandfather clock swings from side to side. For example, pi is central to describing the sine wave, an undulating curve that gracefully oscillates between 1 and negative 1. And lots of phenomena in science have a sine-shaped wave somewhere in them, from electrical voltage to sound waves to seasonal disease cycles to the electromagnetic spectrum, which includes visible light, x-rays, microwaves and more. And then there's the fact that a lot of science and maths works by building on what we already understand. Pi has proved its worth as a useful number over many centuries. So if you're a mathematician trying to construct a new formula, you might tend to express part of it in terms of pi, even if that's not the only possible way. 
that's about all the time we have today to chat about pie. I hope you're not feeling too hungry. We'll be back soon with even more in-depth answers to life's big and small questions. But in the meantime, head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back next week for another Hot Science Explained.